he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> Unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We are just happy that you're here. Yes, so come join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, guys, let's creep. Okay, we need to talk about Bachelor Happy Hour. There's been... Um, a lot of layers to this story. So let's start at the beginning. A couple of days ago, Becca Kufrin took to her Instagram stories and confirmed that she is no longer going to be working with Bachelor Happy Hour. Everyone took that to mean that Bachelor Happy Hour was ending, though. So this is what Becca said. Quite a bit of DMs regarding Happy Hour. Uh, it's obviously been a while since there's been any recordings or since I've even talked about it. Um, it's just time for some different things, but I will forever be so grateful and thankful for all of the fans and listeners out there. I mean, I've worked on Happy Hour for three plus years through COVID, through some crazy life transitions and big moves and touring. Um, it got me through all of that. And I couldn't have done it without all of you incredible listeners. So thank you for tuning in and standing by me and for all of the support for throughout the past couple of years. It means the world. Was she getting choked up at the end there? I, I don't know. It, it actually, in the video, it looks like she just has like a frog in her throat, but maybe uh, she was getting uh. choked up. So when that happened, I was like, okay, Bachelor Happy Hour's ending, and this is their announcement? Becca just like mm -hmm. casually saying it on like an Ask Me Anything on Instagram? What, did you see this? And like, what did you think at this point? I did think it was really odd that like, we're right now in prime time, like the Bachelorette is coming back, charity season, whatever. And they hadn't put out an episode since May 30th, which was giving me question to pause. Wait, also like something that they've been doing in the off season is like a look back and they rerun old episodes, which I think is kind of like a cheap move. Oh, that's what all these are. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, they're all old episodes and they get to make money on all of those episodes because they have ads that run. Mm -hmm. It's like evil genius. I mean, they're making money, but it's also, if anyone wants to look back at the Peter Weber interview, certainly they could just go back to when it initially aired. They don't need you to replay it. So I imagine well, yeah. that lost them a lot of subscribers. That seems really weird know, to me. I don't know, but I feel like some people maybe who didn't listen to it before, like when it pops up on your feed like that, it, it reminds people to like okay. click something. I feel like people are lazy. They just look at like whatever's in their queue. But I'm looking now at their um, episode. So they hadn't had a new one since March 28th, actually. Which is the, the end of... The have all been a look back. Yeah, Zach and Katie. So it's the end of Zach we and Katie. each other. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So when Becca released that, everyone's saying Bachelor Happy Hour is done. I thought Bachelor Happy Hour mm -hmm. was done. I thought it was weird that that's how they yeah. were coming out with it. But was okay with it because I don't even listen to that podcast. But then, Monday night, on the Bachelor Happy Hour feed, this plays it's labeled a trailer so um okay. so this is not like so it came out as if it was like a real episode the same way like all the episodes go to the same feed but this was labeled trailer and it was only one minute so it's not a real episode it's just like more or less an announcement and this yeah is so they make this announcement on the bachelor happy hour feed bachelor happy hour is back charity's journey is about to begin and bachelor happy hour is the one and only official podcast to the hit reality show and this season Two new hosts will be taking the reins and putting Charity's men in the hot seat. I find it hilarious that this is just like the voice of a lady who we don't <laughs> know, who we've never heard before, because like, 
Where did they find her? I, I'm just imagining there being like a casting call on like Actors Access or something, being like voiceover actor needed for yeah. this role. And you're just going to be the voice of Bachelor Happy Hour for this one little trailer. It's just funny. Do they think we're dumb? Yeah. No, this is this is screaming this happened last minute. A couple of things here. One, did you notice they said this is the only official Bachelor podcast? Does that mean clickbait's done? I think it does. But again, like this is how clickbait. But this is how we're making announcements, guys. We're just like sneakily putting it into another announcement that it's the only podcast, so we have to assume that clickbait's not included. It's just bizarre. I mean, they all should be done. They're not good. I support For them. Sure. I support the decision. I just don't support how we're going about it. It's, well, it just, it's screaming there's drama going on behind the scenes. Whether, you know what I mean? Like if this was a nice mutual decision with the clickbait situation or with happy hour, it would be, first off with happy hour, there would be more of a send off of like Becca and Michelle getting on there and being like, hey guys, this is our last episode, blah, 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 blah. And then same thing with clickbait. The fact that they're just like canceling these things last minute means that they have such bad blood with the host that they can't even get the host to host like a goodbye episode. And I'm looking now at clickbait. Their past episodes have been a look back as well. Their most recent thing was in May? But even so, they kept trying out new hosts, right? Like there wasn't real hosts. Well, they're essentially the same podcast with different hosts. Like the fact that they're even trying to... That's like you and I like starting a new podcast and it's like batch all she's and it's just like the exact same thing but just like two different people. It's just stupid. It's just the inverted colors like one's pink and yellow and one's yellow and pink. Exactly. Well speaking of the bad blood that there may be it seems like there may have been something going on because Fots shout out to Jen. Thank you so much for bringing this to my attention. Bachelor Happy Hour posts big announcement coming soon on the Bachelor Happy Hour Instagram. And it basically says that there's going to be two new hosts and blah, blah, blah. Someone writes, I'm going to miss Michelle and Becca, but they are off to bigger and better things. Yay for them. Someone writes, wishing that Michelle and Becca could have said goodbye, especially since Becca has been doing the podcast for so long, hoping they get to introduce the new hosts for a goodbye moment or something. Thomas Jacobs, what's his name? Tommy, as in Tommy and boobs, writes, yeah, "Yeah, we would have liked that too. (gasps) <gasps> proving okay, so yeah so maybe now we got bad blood mm-hmm. you know it used to be mad love okay so well, well confirmed i wonder what the issue could have been though becca hasn't gotten the nicest commentary about her podcast hosting abilities i get that <laughs> i wonder if they were just like look i don't know when i think of bachelor nation I don't think of Becca Kufrin. I don't really get why she was the host of the podcast. She was the host of the tour. She was like Mm -hmm. a focal point a lot. And like, I don't know, maybe people resonate with her. I just don't ever think about her. Yeah, I don't really either. And you guys know my my tea with her ever since she denied my request to get an interview at Bachelor Live on stage. But um, I do think she is randomly beloved by a lot of people from Bachelor Nation. So in that sense... I understand it, but I just don't think she really has the personality and skill to host podcasts. So it was always a weird choice, but I always thought it was kind of a situation where like she was the only one willing to like do it and play ball. And I think like she's one of the last leads that they've actually treated really well and have like put on a pedestal. Whereas like a lot of the leads, I feel like these days have been coming off of the show being like, that was horrible. I don't want to do that again. So I could see why like, It was kind of like a last resort on both of their ends. I know people have said that it seems like the two of them didn't even really want to do it anymore. And I think when you're listening to people that don't want to be doing it, it comes across. 
For sure. Or like they didn't, I don't know, watch the shows that they were interviewing the people about. Or like they didn't have the information to ask the right questions. It just seemed very like showing up, half quitting. What's it called? Like si- quiet quitting? Silent, qu- quiet quitting. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that in a sense makes sense because it's like, you know, this is Bachelor Nation's podcast. They're like employees to Bachelor Nation. It's not their podcast in yeah. the same way like this is our podcast. Like we are, we are invested, guys. I guess though I just wonder then like why would they be doing it in the first place because shockingly I don't think the money is like that good to do one episode of Bachelor Happy Hour a week that it would be worth doing if you really just like your heart wasn't in it. To me it just felt like a little could it be a contract a thing. It yeah, was probably yeah, just yeah, a contract yeah. thing and that's probably the contract wasn't up, now it's up and instead of renewing with them they're probably like, "Hey, we need to shake things up. People are not happy." Maybe that's it. I don't get why they wouldn't know. have given them like if Thomas is Thomas is admitting that they essentially were maybe got an email that said, hey, we're going to go with different hosts. Bye. And maybe that's why Becca was like, you know, we're kind of on to better, on to other things. I'll always be grateful because she probably, I don't know. I don't get why she doesn't get to go back on the podcast and say like, hey guys, we're moving on like Natasha Mm -hmm. did. You know, like other people have gotten to go on the podcast and at least make the announcement. Right, which is just leading me to think there was something bigger that happened maybe they were like hey this is not doing well and they were kind of maybe blaming Becca and Michelle for that when I don't think it's necessarily their fault that the podcast is falling flat like there's a lot of aspects of that podcast that are not great but I don't know okay hi guys Jackie from the future in the editing booth right now um as we said earlier in this segment obviously we're gonna have a lot of updates for you guys as things unfold because we recorded this Tuesday morning, and that was right before they were going to announce the new Bachelor Happy Hour host, which I will get to in a minute. But also, I wanted to wait and see if there was anything else that needed to be added about this whole Becca Boops, Tommy Boy, Bad Blood segment as things developed over the next few days. And so as of Wednesday, now things have developed and we have more information for you. So let me get that. I was just sent this TikTok, and this was covered by um, Zachary Reality shout out this is where i got the tiktok from about what thomas clarified about this situation shout out zachary reality he's a a friend of the pod okay so thomas is speaking out and clarifying why he was frustrated that becca is no longer a part of the bachelor happy hour podcast a lot of crazy online chatter that has made it to my dms so let me clarify real quick there was a business decision that was made that's a decision i don't even disagree with what I have a problem with, what I am frustrated in, and what I am distancing myself from is there is a right way and there is a wrong way to do things. Over the last three months, I have witnessed an absolute masterclass in how you should not implement change, how you should not roll out new strategies, and how you absolutely should not treat people. This is in no way meant to be a distraction or take away from anything that Charity's doing. We want her to have an incredible experience as Bachelorette. We want her to thrive in life. This is no way a complaint in who's hosting a podcast. He then goes on to say um, that he hopes, that he thinks the new hosts are like born for this role and they are going to crush it. Basically, I guess what I'm hearing here is that, okay, he references a business decision and I'm assuming that that business decision is that they need to shake things up with this podcast they need new hosts which he says he doesn't necessarily disagree with I think we would all agree that yeah maybe the hosts weren't resonating with the podcast listeners whatever um but it seems like clearly the way they went about it was incredibly shady maybe behind Becca Boops's back 
So that's what we can kind of gather from that. I think that adds a little bit more color to the situation. And then Bachelor Nation went on to later that day announce who the new hosts are, which we'll get to in a second. We record our podcast on Tuesdays and it seems like they are going to announce today who the new hosts are because I'm assuming they're going to have some kind of recap or some kind of interview. I'm on the edge of my seat waiting to find out. I did see, though, a lot of people were putting good names in the comments. Rachel Recchia. Rachel Recchia and Gabby. I would listen to that. Um, Actually, would I? I don't know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Rachel and Gabby, that would be gold. I don't know if they can yes, get them together. Yes, but they're just, they're just not allowed to ask the questions that I want to know the answers to, though. You know what I mean? Like, It's still Rachel and Gabby. It's still them no, talking. No, for sure. They would have good banter together, the two of them. I don't know. People also said um, Susie and Andrew Spencer, which... Spoiler alert, since you're listening to this episode, Andrew is our um, mm. guest this week. And he, remember when we were talking to him, he said he did a video with Susie that was like, just yeah. this like satire, awkward thing. I watched it. It's so funny. They're actually a very good duo together. I could yeah. be down for that. I low-key feel like they're too good for that gig. I agree. <laughs> okay, hi, me again. So um, about 24 hours, so it's right now Wednesday morning at like 10.45 a.m., about 24 hours before this, so literally right after we stopped recording the podcast on Tuesday, Bachelor Happy Hour's Instagram announced that the new hosts are, drum roll, Serena and Grocery Store Joe. Um, it says in the caption with a, a picture of them, so they have new artwork with them on the cover, and it basically says new love stories, new drama, new hosts, Joe Mobley and Serena Pitt, let the journey begin. New episode is live, link in bio. The comments are really not positive it's ranging from people being like yay happy for serena and joe but also this wasn't really nice to do to becca and then some people are just flat out like joe was a horrible host on clickbait why are you giving him another platform i don't know i don't think this is a great choice i don't think that serena and joe are as beloved in the franchise as maybe they think i think there was a time where joe was really on top there but i think Throughout his time on clickbait, a lot of people have come to see another side of him and not really liked his commentary because a lot of these comments here are saying how they really didn't like Joe on clickbait. So they're assuming they're not going to like him here on this podcast. It seems like Michelle and Becca were not aware that they were being replaced and this was kind of all done behind their back until one day they found out that this was no longer their job. We will watch this space and I'm sure in next week, Stephanie and I will have more things to say about it as more things develop, but yeah, that's the tea. Will you guys be listening? Sound off in the comments below. Moving on. Speaking of Rachel Recchia though, she low-key admitted that she came back from paradise. Her and Jess from Zach season, the two of them posted a TikTok together looking gorgeous and they, and the audio on TikTok is, um... Like, welcome back, Serena. And they both, like, take a sip of their drinks. So they're telling us they're back without telling us they're back. Then if you go look at each of their individual TikToks, you see, like, a blatant gap in posting. It's, like, posting in, like, early May and then just, like, nothing for a few weeks and now posting again. So if you look for that type of pattern, I'm so fucking pumped that that Rachel's going. I know. I love that we have leads going to Paradise now. Honestly, thanks, Boops, for really setting that precedent because I really think the show is going to be better going forward. Um, but yeah, th- that's a, a good cast. I mean, the only ones we kind of already kind of know are Rachel Recchia and Blake Moynes because we do try to be unspoiled, guys. I know it's out there, but... Wait, we, know, two Blake, people, I we mean, know Blake Moynes because just like spoilers, you're saying. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we had talked about it on the podcast, and then everyone was like, he is going. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Thank Wait, you for speaking us of know. that, though, guys, I am going to be unwell if he gets engaged or gets in a serious relationship. Like, I'm not going to be able to handle my jealousy. It's going to be a problem. Oh, no. I know. Wow. Pray for me. Maybe you should go to the beach and try to fig- I mean, figure something out with Mr. Blake. I don't know if my husband would like that, though. So that's going to be... I'll have to work it out. I'll talk to Russ and see. Yeah, talk to him. See if he'll be open yeah. to... No, I just feel go. like I will feel jealous watching that. What? So Because I because he's, like, such a catch. And, he, and the girl is going to be so lucky, whoever he ends up with. So hopefully he just dates around and then it's nothing serious. Yeah, for your sake. Hopefully. For my for my sake. <laughs> Send help. All right, moving on. We got some tea from Sean Booth. So he's doing his In the Booth podcast. We've talked about it a few times. There's a new episode, and he's talking about Caitlyn once again. I, I don't know what's gonna happen when he when the stories run dry, but mm-hmm. we're still we're still kicking right now. Sorry, before you get into this, can I just ask? Isn't this the same guy who like three weeks ago oh, yeah. was like? I texted Caitlin to be like, stop talking about me. It's been years. Get over it. And I feel like everything I've heard about this podcast has been he's getting press and information and attention by talking and sharing stories about Caitlin. Yes. Um, very good point. The hypocrisy. Hey, yeah. Understand. But he, I, he does address that. That specific okay. thing. Like the co-host asks him like, did you, have you talked to her recently? And he's like, yes, I texted her. He tells the whole story that Caitlin told. And he goes, I realized. <laughs> I told her to stop telling stories yeah, on the yeah, podcast yeah. as I tell a story on the podcast. Yeah. He's like, I realized that this is a little hypocritical that I'm sitting here telling about her, but I'm not being negative. Which is exactly what Caitlin said too. She's like, I know yeah. I'm talking about him right now, but not negative. You guys could right. tell stories if you're not going to bash each other or bash each other. Right. What the fuck do I care? True. I think it's all fair game. Honestly, like Caitlyn's famous for being on a show and so is Sean, lesser so, but you know what I mean? Like they're going to be asked about it. People are intrigued about that relationship. Like keep talking about it. Mm -hmm. All is fair in love and war. I think so. So Sean talks about Caitlyn quite a bit throughout this entire hour plus long podcast. He doesn't get into specifics a lot. One story he gets into specifics and that's the story we're going to share here today. Um, He goes into how he knew about Caitlyn dating Jason before the public knew and that she did something kind of cringeworthy and let's just play Sean's okay Sean said I knew about Jason and Caitlin before anybody knew about Jason and Caitlin I've known about this before the world knew about it and I knew about it because unfortunately when I was sending Caitlin a text message she sent me one back that she was supposed to send to Jason Yeah. Were you guys together? Or this was after Matt? This was like right after we'd broken up. I was in West Elm <laughs> looking for furniture. It was Thursday at 11.36 a.m. No, I mean, I'll never, I'll never forget because I was in West Elm and I was looking for furniture for my apartment because I literally had nothing in my apartment. I told her she'd keep the house. I'll move out, like whatever. I, I didn't want to be there. So I'm just looking for furniture. Okay, so I also think that there's two parts to a breakup. Yeah. One of them is when you actually break up, and one of them is when you feel like you've been replaced. Well, that was tough, exactly. And so not only did you break up, but then you felt replaced, like, boom, boom, yeah. right away. It was. And, That's and a one-two punch. It's a one-two punch, and it's also a one-two-three punch that <laughs> I... Um, it's a new fight. It's a one-two-three punch because I said, I am so glad all that happened at once to yeah. get over it all because you have to... When you deal with breakups, you go through the breakup, right? Which is 
brutal. And Breathing. then the worst thing after that is then feeling like you've been replaced or seeing your ex with somebody new. Yeah. I was like, I got that done all at once. Yeah, it was, was pretty rough. six years ago. Yeah. I'm sweating over it. Yeah. And obviously... That's she, not a good feeling. It was rough. I mean, and, and the worst thing was he couldn't talk about it. And I didn't want to blow up her spot. No. Like, my question is, did you get a nice couch at West Elm or not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is not my question. My uh, question is, what's the text? Dude. I don't care about your I, couch from West Elm, dude. Dude. I was listening to this. And granted, like, I think the story's like... Juicy enough, because I will get into the story itself. But the fact mm -hmm. that people, like, are people just not, like, interviewers like us? I can't hear a story like that and be like, well, that's, breakups are tricky. Like, are you fucking kidding me? What the Wait, fuck so did the text? Never read no, the text? No, no. Offensive. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so annoying. I finally got invested in something Sean Booth had to say. I know. And, and we're just talking about a couch from West Elm? Yeah. And I don't need to talk about that. What's really weird is, like, I started the story off by saying, like, he's very vague about everything else he says about Caitlyn, and this is the one where he gets more specific, and it's still fairly vague. It's incredibly vague. I have so many follow-up questions, because I want to know, too, like, how did he know it was a text meant for Jason? Was it, like, a flirty, sexy text? Obviously. Or was it, like... It had to have been. Well, but it could have not... Why did, why did you say obviously? Like, I don't know. It could have been anything. I guess it was enough, though, to make him be like, oh, I've been replaced. But how does he... I don't know. How does how does he know? I, I need to know more information. I need to know about the text. I need to know, did she use emojis? Like, what was the punctuation? Like, did she immediately say, oh, sorry, that was for someone else? Or did it just, like, go, he let it slide and just never responded, and then they never spoke again for several months? Like, I don't know. I need what, to know these things. What if the text was something like, to Jason... Sean, it's so annoying. <laughs> or like something like that. Something like, I'm so much happier with you than I ever was with Sean. Like something like that, that he knew. Or Sean has been speculating that we've been hooking up for a while now. Something that like made him know it was Jason. Because right. that was an issue at the very end. Yeah. And then they actually started dating and now they're engaged. Like his fear yeah, was real. Yeah, for people who are not fresh up to date on the timeline of that. So what was the situation? Caitlin and Jason had met while she was still with Sean, right? But it was still kind of rocky. She did a podcast yeah. with him. They were friendly. And then once they, her and Sean broke up, her and Jason started dating shortly after. Something like that. Yeah, I don't have all the concrete details, but it's very, very close to what you Got just it. said. I know when they did the podcast, she showed up and she's spoken about this. Like she, her eyes were like swollen from crying because her and Sean mm -hmm. were either broken up or like, breaking up and yeah. she almost like didn't even want to do the podcast she meets jason and then they're total friend vibes and then after the breakup or i don't know the blurriness of this they get sure. together but then i think sean had a problem with like caitlin and jason then like what remember their like public first date and they like documented it for instagram and they like went to the bar and they're dancing and there's videos of them dancing and Sean's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I understand we're broken up and you could date whoever you want, but like, did you yeah. really have to like document? You could, you could Google it. It's like on the internet somewhere, Caitlyn and Jason's first date, there's like videos. It just seemed like, did you have to? But why not? Like she's single. She's broken up. I don't sure. think Sean really has a leg to stand on. He can be upset, but like, I don't think he's right in that situation. No, I'm just saying he's upset. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think it, it is interesting, though, that, like, it was short so shortly after she had broken up with Sean, and so it was a little bit, like, taboo, quote-unquote, for them to be going out so soon, but the fact that then she went out of her way to, like, document it and post it on Instagram, it's giving, like, 
Jason is another be- beloved person in Bachelor Nation, and I know this is going to get us attention, whether we're, we end up in a long-term relationship or not. I need to post this on Instagram. I think you know? she ultimately was just truly happy with Jason in the very beginning, and she was very not happy with Sean at the end. So mm-hmm. it was like for the first time in a long time, a guy was making her feel really happy, and I think she was just excited about it, truly. I don't know if it was any strategy to like get press. Oh, see, I do. I I feel like everything she does is, is for press. In a good way. I'm not saying this in a bad way. Like, it's her business. She's made a whole living out of what she's been able to like, like her platform from the show, she's one of the best people at like spiraling it into like lucrative businesses. Mm -hmm. So I think she always has that in the back of her mind, which two things can be true at the same time. I think she can be excited about Jason, genuinely liking him and and happy and also be like, oh, but if we post, Mm -hmm. he, he, he. Yeah. And I think Sean on the sidelines at that time was like, we just broke up. Is this necessary? And from his point of view, I can understand. I would be like, What the fuck? Yeah. Going back to like sending text messages to the wrong person. I once got a text message from an ex-boyfriend. Like we're talking high school, early college. And he said, um, well, first he texted me and said, I'm going to go to sleep. And I said, okay. And then he te- <laughs> then he texted, so much, then he texted me again and said, hey, I just told Steph I'm going to go to sleep. And I was like... Like, my stomach dropped. I, like, couldn't. Oh, my God. Everything goes. Everyone knows that feeling. Like, you go numb. You, like, yeah. you're dizzy. I was at a friend's house, and I don't even tell her what happened. I'm like, I need to go. I leave. Because I'm like, I needed to, like, call him, and I needed to, like, be prepared to, like, unleash the yeah. beast. So I call him, and he picks up. And I go, um, you, you texted the wrong person. He's like, what? And I'm like, you texted the wrong person. And I was like, who were you texting? Who did you mean to text? And he goes, yeah. um, I'm going to make up a name. He's like, oh, I meant to text Josh, his guy yeah. friend. So I hang up on him before he can go talk to Josh. And I call Josh and I go, hey, where are you right now? And he was, um, he actually was, uh, remember when you would go like tour a college? Like you were going, yeah, yeah. he was in another state um, touring a college. So I knew he mm-hmm. wasn't texting him. And I, he's like, oh, I'm touring XYZ college. I'm like, okay, thanks. I hang up on him. I call him back. I'm like, you fucking liar. I knew it. I mean, I was getting cheated on. It all came to light after. But like, God, I mean, it's okay. I think I've moved on. But like, that's a crazy ass. Have you ever had anything like that? Because those stories are brutal. Honestly, no. What? Are you a good person or something? Well, no. I mean, that has nothing to do with you as a person. Clearly, you're just dating a a shitty person. I don't think I've been cheated on in a relationship as far as I know. I mean, like, to be fair... People could be, I could have never found out about like of whatever in any other long-term relationship. But no, I never really had someone be like, hey, just told Jackie, blah, 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 something. Like, yeah, no, I guess my life's not that dramatic. I mean, I'm trying to think if I've ever really done that. I'm actually really paranoid about doing that, that if I'm ever going to talk shit to someone via text, I'll either send a voice note or I will like, so if I'm like, if I'm texting you, Stephanie, and I'm like, okay, I want to talk shit about Stephanie to my other friend. Mm. I will delete your text thread out of my texts so that I don't accidentally hit you if I meant to talk shit about you to someone oh, else. Oh, shit. I mean, that's a really good tip because I am so paranoid anytime I'm sending a text message. Well, especially if it's like something where like, like I don't know, if, if you're texting me about something and I need to say to someone, like a friend, like, oh, yeah, Stephanie's saying this, like, I don't want to do this, but... Not that this is ever happening, guys. I'm just using this as an example. But, like, I've had other friends where they're texting me about a plan for something. And then I'm texting my other friends being like, that plan's so fucking stupid. Like, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. 
but I have to delete the other person's thread so that I don't accidentally, because sometimes this, these things can be happening at the same time. You don't want to accidentally hit the wrong thread. Totally. And I feel like everyone has a story of when they've done it. I have another good one. I, this is in back in the day of like landline phones and I'm in high school again. I was just such a drama whore in high school apparently, <laughs> but I was on the phone with my boyfriend on like my brick cell phone. And is this the same boyfriend? No, boyfriend? no, it's okay. a different one. And I, he's like such a dick. And I was like, oh God. And I like, hang up, we're done. I hang up and the phone turns face down. So I don't see, I can't see the phone screen. Mm-hmm. And I then start talking to my mom in the kitchen oh, about classic. how about how I like someone else, his friend. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like, I God, I don't even want to be with him. Like I like his friend and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden the phone rings. And this is when like, it's a phone on the wall in the kitchen with caller ID, and it's him. No. And we both just look at it, and we're like, that's weird. And I, I pick it up, and I don't even say hello. It's like a fucking scary movie. I put the receiver to my ear, and he goes, you didn't hang up your cell phone. And I hang up the phone, and I turn up, flip over the cell phone that was face down on the table, and it was still on. And I'm like, oh, oh no. my God. To this day, this was literally 11th grade. To this day, if I ever say anything, I pick my phone up. I always... Like, turn my phone on and then, like, turn the lock screen on. Always. If I ever say anything. Because mm, I'm paranoid. Smart. It has not happened yeah. since then, though. Well, you have to learn your lesson. And then <laughs> going forward, you'll never make that mistake again. True. In this podcast, uh, the co-host was like, you know, that sucked for you to get that text message, Sean. But it probably sucked ten times more for Caitlin. Sending the message is so much worse than receiving it, I think. I don't know. I feel like it depends on the message. You don't think you're boyfriend or no I feel like you you receiving the hey I just told Steph I'm going to sleep message versus him sending it you don't think that was worse for you that was pretty bad the for one me. finding out that they're getting cheated on like, that was pretty bad for he's me. like sitting because what was he gonna do meet up with this other girl or like what was happening? I mean he probably did later that night if I'm being honest yeah oh good times I love going down memory lane times I know we should go down it more it's a nice lane to be in also, I just love hearing these stories of like, like the brick cell phone because it's yeah. like we all had like that brick Nokia yeah. cell phone that you played Snake that was on. All black and white. Yes, I loved playing Snake. Snake, you know you can download Snake on the <laughs> iPhone and it's like it looks exactly like the Nokia version. Like they haven't Good. upgraded it. It's like the same like old school version. I feel like there are better games to play on your phone these days <laughs> than Snake. Like the thing with Snake was it was the only option. Right, you couldn't play anything else. Mm-hmm. Or Brick Breaker. Did you ever have that one? I didn't play that one. I was a snake girl. Exclusively snake. Got it, got it. Yeah. Cool. Well, when we talk to Sean in in the near future, maybe, we can maybe ask him about this text message. Because I think it's bullshit that... We will. That no one one asked. Like, how do you hear a story like that? Yeah, who are these people he's doing his podcast with? (laughs) Are these just, like, producers that are helping him with the podcast? I'm not even going to answer that because I don't listen to enough of In the Booth to know. Mm. I'm gonna have to brush up, and then I'll, I'll he report really back. He wanted us to listen. Yeah, he would say the text. He he would say way more juicy stories about Caitlyn. Yeah. That's how you get your podcast to the top. That's how you do it. Uh, those are all the creep stories we have for this week. Do I wrap that up? No, I don't wrap that up. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. That's normally what yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> so this week has been a really good week for me actually because I got my HelloFresh box, so I didn't need to go to the grocery store. Which I don't know. I that, I dread that activity, especially in the city when you're carrying back bags, and of course you have to walk and all these things. And I've just been loving 
having fresh food and recipes that I can just make at home. Actually, last night was The Bachelorette and it was nice because it started at nine. I had time to make like my full HelloFresh meal, had a little dinner, cleaned up, and then watched The Bachelorette. It was such a fun little time. What meal did you make before Bachelorette? I ended up going with the creamy Tuscan spaghetti. It just felt like a Monday night Bachelorette Ooh. vibe. I also got though the snack board with pretzel bites spiced bar nuts and hot honey peach jam, which I am going to save for next week as a little snack. Ooh, like a little, and put it on like a little cheese board. That's so cute. Yeah. I know. Wait, I love that. HelloFresh delivers like more than just meals. They have snacks, they have lunches, they have dinners. HelloFresh delivers mouthwatering chef-crafted recipes and ingredients to your door. No more making grocery lists and looking for every single ingredient in a recipe. HelloFresh sends you everything you need to make a well-balanced meal, plus they give you step-by-step -step instructions on how to make it. Yes, and guys, the meals really are super easy to make. You can also, like, if you really don't have faith in your cooking skills, you can look for quick and easy recipes on the HelloFresh menu, um, including also, too, fast and fresh options that can be ready in just 15 minutes or less. So they have types of recipes that suit everyone's skill level and lifestyle. They also have delicious calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options plus they also have vegan recipes so they really do have everything and I'm probably the worst cook in America but the last HelloFresh I made was bomb my husband couldn't believe it I felt like I should apply to be on one of those cooking competition shows because it was so good you guys need to try it to believe it so go to hellofresh.com slash she's all batch 16 use code she's all batch 16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping again that's hellofresh.com slash she's all batch 16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. This episode is also brought to you by Honey Love. So I have a wedding coming up in a few weeks and I can't wait to rock my super comfortable and supportive Honey Love shapewear under my cocktail dress. Gone are the days that we tolerate suffocating shapewear, ladies. It really, it shouldn't be so hard. And right now we have an exclusive deal for She's All Batch listeners. If you go to honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20, you'll get 20% off your entire order. Yes, I cannot tell you guys how many times I literally would just skip the bathroom at events, like literally not pee the entire time because I didn't want to struggle with taking off my shapewear. Honey Love Shapewear has a 100% cotton gusset so you can skip wearing extra undies, which is just nice. It makes your outfit just a lot smoother underneath. Plus it has a convenient opening in the panty area for super easy bathroom trips. So I'm obsessed with their superpower short that has boost bands on the back of the thigh, which gives your butt the most amazing shape Plus, they also have their signature X, which targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves, which is what we all want and need. Yes. And you guys are going to go to honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20. You'll see when you go there that they have more than just shapewear. They have comfortable bras, tanks, leggings for everyday support. Their products make you look good and feel good. Trust us. We have like five different items from their collection and we're obsessed. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20. Honeylove.com slash she's all batch two zero. Okay, we're gonna kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about those stories on air and it's, I think it's a good time. What do you think? I would say it's also a good time. Okay, well, this first story is about Britt Nielsen. The Almost Bachelorette. Ooh. I met Britt Nelson, who competed with Caitlin Bristow to be the Bachelorette at Coachella in 2015. I was nowhere near sober and way too excited and super pumped to meet her. She was so chill and down to earth. She gave me a big hug and told me I looked beautiful and said, wasn't that just the most amazing show? 
Alesso had just played the last show of the night at Coachella. She also gave me a shh because the season had not even premiered yet, so we didn't know whether or not it would be her or Caitlyn as Bachelorette. I was so pumped on the insider knowledge. No one else with me was a Bachelor fan, so I had to phone my sister to tell her how excited I was about my random encounter. Wow. Super cute. Love her. Love Britt. Yeah. Fun fact, do you guys remember the original She's All Batch logo? It was Britt crying. I can't yes, tell you how many DMs, people, but people didn't know. I was like, are you guys Bachelor fans or are you not Bachelor fans? People would ask me all Did the time. Do think it was you crying? I don't know, maybe. I'm like, no, it's not me, guys. And then, like, I don't know, once we hit the year mark, I'm like, maybe we should, like, not have Britt's face as our logo. Because I felt there was something wrong about that. Like, she did not agree to that, so I switched her out. That's fair, yeah. But it would really, I would I would tell Britt myself, this was a total way to honor her because she was just like Absolutely. so iconic to me. So no harm, no foul. And one day she'll be on the pod and we will explain that to her. Yes. All right, this next one is about Luke Parker. A few years ago, I worked with a company called Junk Brands and traveled to different sporting events to sell their products. One of the events I worked with was the CrossFit Games, and Luke P. was apparently really into CrossFit, as we know from the show. I knew he was going to be there, so being this Bachelor super fan that I was, I was determined to meet him. It was right after Hannah Brown's season aired, so he was more relevant then, I guess. Now, we all know he wasn't the most pleasant to watch on the show, but he was surprisingly nice in person and didn't act arrogant or anything, which is what I was expecting. The first pick is at the CrossFit Games where I first spotted him. The second pick was at a club where they have a huge party on the last day of the Games. I wasn't expecting to run into him again, but I had to get another pick because that's just what I do. I was a few drinks and it felt more courageous than the day before. Living in Arkansas, my chances of running into Bachelor cast members are slim, so I'll take what I can get. I'm having a hard time remembering what our exact conversation was, but I think I asked him how things have been after everything that happened on the show, and he seemed to be in good spirits. There were other people asking for picks, so I'm sure he liked the attention. I think it's um, bold to ask for a pick after you just got the pick on, on, an, on another day of the event, but go off, queen. Yeah, wait, so multiple days she was asking <laughs> the same for a person. Picture? Yeah, but you gotta collect your photos. I think that's fine if there's a mo- multiple days. That's what it was. He, pr- he probably saw, but I know, but when you first read it, I was thinking like in the beginning, <laughs> she would be like, hey, can I get a picture? And then like at the end of the workout, hey, can I get a picture? And it's like, girl, like, <laughs> calm down. Three photos through <laughs> in your camera roll and it's right there. Yeah. No, so she, it was multiple days and she wanted mm-hmm. to get, and she said she had more liquid courage. So I support right, she's that. She's trying to get the best Instagram possible, which I understand. You need multiple. Don't you hate when you give your phone to like, a sibling or a parent and they're dumb and you're like take a picture of me and they take one photo yeah it's rude and you're like you need to take a hundred i'm sorry i don't get why people don't understand there needs to be like a pamphlet all right moving on someone writes a little tea on obviously 95 percent of the bachelor is staged and fake even chris souls's cattle for his hometown date i live 30 minutes away from arlington iowa and we are all family friends with the real owner of the cattle that were staged on his farm and i was like wait so what does that mean what is staged cattle like why was that needed she said he didn't have cows like on the farm he doesn't have cows but they made it look like it for the episode gotta push the iowa farmer stereotype so does he have any animals on the farm I don't know. We should just text him and ask. But I can see ABC doing this. Like when, so I'm assuming they're talking about Andy going to his hometown mm-hmm. for yeah. on her season, and they had to like play up the. 
But then, like, the I don't know. But then he's, like, on the farm the following season as The Bachelor. And, like, did they have cows? Like, did they have to bring the cows back to keep, well, like... maybe they just thought that, like, as a viewer, you'd be like, oh, the cows are in the barn right now. Oh, which yeah. Which is why we can't see them. They're getting but washed. But they've already established that they're... There sometimes are cows. Yeah. They're getting washed. And they're, they're getting washed in the barn. They're rolling around in hay. They're probably, yeah. like, by the tractor. By the corn. Mm-hmm. You know I made corn. sweet corn for dinner last night? No. Wow. Was it exclusive sweet corn from Soul's Family Farm? It was not. It was from um, just my local supermarket. Okay. But I actually Googled, guys, I Googled how to make um, corn on when the cob. When you say made corn... Okay. You boil. So you- well, I boiled water and I put the corn in. I- yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. But I'm. I just learned yesterday that that's how you make corn on the cob. I never knew. And I googled. I'm like, how do you make corn on the cob? And it was like step one, step two. And then I kept scrolling. I'm like, all right, what's the next step? And I'm like, oh, it's that's it. I didn't realize it was that easy. I'm telling you guys, I, that's this is why we need HelloFresh in our lives because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in the kitchen, but it's very good. Corn on the cob is great, especially in the summer. It hits different. I love. Can you tell them like from New Jersey? I'm like some nice tomatoes and corn straight from the farm stand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They actually do have those in New Jersey. So back to Chris though, I do remember on his bachelor season, a girl comes out of the limo with a um, pig nose on. And she says to mm-hmm. him, she's like, oink, oink, baby. Like, out of the limo. Some fucking producer. She goes home night one. And some yeah. savage producer fucking told this girl it was a good idea. And I remember the girls, like, there were comment- there was commentary amongst the girls. And they're like, he doesn't even have pigs on his farm. Like, why is she dressing up as a pig? So oh I think this encounter is on to something that, like, you will hear I'm a Googling farmer. Soul's family okay. farms. No, they don't farm cows. Well, so, well. So it says we are a fourth generation family owned operation specializing in row crop and livestock production. So I think there's some animals. I don't know what livestock me- means, like what kinds of animals. I would have thought pigs. Oink oink, baby. I don't think he has pigs. And at least he, he didn't one. back in like 2015. Maybe he does now. Yeah. Interesting. Row crop. That sounds like corn. Because they grow in rows. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but you gotta be really straight with the um seed, the seed planting with your thumb. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, why wouldn't I be? Duh. Um. Well, good. This is a hot tip though about the staged farming experience mm-hmm. when we've seen Crystal's farm on television. Yeah, I like this. Um, this isn't the first and it won't be the last i know hometown dates people would be like oh you don't have a big enough house does your aunt have a nice house okay let's pretend it's your let's pretend your aunt's house is your house they'll do anything to make things appear better looking than it actually is absolutely oh my god chris souls kind of has a linkedin there's no picture but it says iowa city cedar rapids area farmer and land investment specialist oh i think that's a fancy way to say farmer but yeah well he does more than just farm jackie we know this he does all the paperwork. He said he's HR. He fires HR. and hires. <laughs> For all the employees on the farm. There are. Like, him? No. Remember when he told us? He said there's like a whole team of people and he has to like manage their sick days. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it seems like it's a huge farm. Like this in itself is like a corporation. Yeah. Honestly. He collects their doctor's notes. He gives them like, oh, like pizza parties in the break room. Like he's in oh. charge of that. Oh, no. <laughs> 
That's the worst. <laughs> Give them a raise, Chris. They don't want a pizza party. They Seriously. want cold, hard cash. Yeah. All right. Well, those are all the Bachelor encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to share, DM me at She's All Bachelor. We may read about it in a future episode. You never, ever, ever know. Okay, I need to tell you guys about microdose gummies. I couldn't sleep the other night, and finally, after an hour of scrolling TikTok, I decided to put down my phone and take a microdose gummy. Literally slept like a fucking baby. Some of you guys have written me about having difficulty sleeping because we've talked about it when we talk about microdose gummies, and I'm telling you, we would not steer you wrong. Microdose gummies are what you need if you want to have a better sleep at night. They deliver the perfect entry-level doses of THC that helps with anxiety, sleep, and relaxation. And you guys can get 30% off these life-changing gummies, plus free shipping, if you go to microdose.com and use code SHE'SALLBATCH. Yes, life-changing is the best word to use I would agree because for me, it literally has been life-changing. These gummies have quickly become part of my bedtime routine and I honestly am loving it. I used to deal with my mind racing and don't even get me started on Sunday scaries. I need, like everything needs to be perfect in order for me to sleep. I need a cool, dark room. I need all these things. Now I'm able to just kind of chill out, watch Netflix and just relax post taking gummies. They give me the kind of sleep where I wake up and feel actually fully rested and I'm not getting up five times in the middle of the night. So you guys know, I've talked about this before in my experience with gummies. I'm not that into weed, but this tiny dose of THC has really worked for me. And if you guys have had similar strug struggles, I strongly encourage you guys check them out. Yeah, Microdose is available nationwide. And to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code She's All Batch to get free shipping plus 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com and code She's All Batch. All right, guys, we have Andrew Spencer here. You guys know him from Katie season of The Bachelorette and also Bachelor in Paradise. Andrew Spencer, welcome to She's All Batch. Thanks for having me, guys. Ooh, this is a long time coming. We are really excited to talk with mm -hmm. you. Yeah, right. I'm excited. I think I remember uh, the first time you guys had reached out, I, I got shut down to doing the interview. So that was Glad literally we when we first started the podcast and I was like, yeah, messaging you and you're like, yeah, sure. I'll come on. And I'm like, I feel like he doesn't know. I didn't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> There's rules in place, but a long time coming, but we're glad we have you now. So on Katie's season, you were eliminated right before hometowns, but then you show up at her door the next morning. What were you hoping for from that gesture of showing back up at her door? Um, I, I, I'll just say this. It was a lot more than what is shown. Um, and obviously I'm forever in contract about some stuff I can't say, but I actually had my own hometown. Um, it just wasn't aired. Uh, so like I got to meet my mom and my, and my sister that were there, uh, because it was quarantine. So you had to meet them, uh, or they, they had to stay or they were there, there. already, right? They were there they already. If you had, a... had gone to hometowns. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so they're like, Hey, yeah, we'd love to film you and your mom and, and your sister. Like, I'm like, Oh, okay. All right. I could do that in the morning. So I stayed next day. So that, that's what I was there for. And, um, and then like, you know. You know, just we, and we someone's like, okay. pushing you to go knock on the door. <laughs> yes. No, it was uh, it's something like that. I it was something like that. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna say it was something like that. Um, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but I but I wasn't a but I also wasn't opposed. So it was just like oh yeah 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 let's do it. And then um yeah I left a little note and I think that was uh was probably the best way it could have gone for me. 
because you know obviously I knew if I would have stayed, I there was no chance I was beating out Blake and Greg. I'm sorry, like I just knew. <laughs> um, was it were, obvious that they were going to be the top two? Yeah, Greg wasn't. Greg I mean, left. Well, I guess yeah, but in my mind, yeah. Greg's like in my in my mind. Justin. Oh yeah, no, that's it, not saying anything against Justin. Like he got there, but no, sure he's uh, great, but like yeah, yeah. no, I th- I I I for sure thought everyone everyone knew it was they were top two. Okay, wait. So did Katie meet your your mom? No, so she didn't meet my mom. But if I think if I would have stayed, that possibility would have happened. Yes. Well, if you stayed, you would have gotten a hometown, right? Yeah, I would have got a hometown, So, but I didn't. So Okay, okay. So they filmed just you, like, touching base Talking with to your my... family, but Katie wasn't yeah. there. Yes. And that's exactly. after you were sent home from the show, just as, like, yes. when were they going to release that, though? Like, as bonus? I don't, like, I'm trying I don't to think know. the thought process. I, they were just like, we just want to follow your story a little bit more. And I was like, all right, cool, yeah, totally, totally. Wait, it was, it. it was after you got sent home they had you talk with your mom? I didn't realize yeah. it was after. It was after, yeah. So were you telling your mom Katie dumped me? Yes, that's what I was oh. telling her. And like I was like super distraught. My mom was like, "Oh my god, I've never seen you like this." And I was like, oh. "Yeah." Um uh but like I can't I can't tell you guys. I I I just I feel like you guys if you guys do a little puzzle, you would figure it out. We've already figured it out. So guys, what Andrew is trying to say, can I put <laughs> the puzzle together? Do you mind? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I think they were having you stick around so that you could purposely knock on the door so that they can use you in the promo and show that you're showing back up and then everyone wonders why. Or the talking with your mom was to be a setup for, because you were supposed to be the next Bachelor. That's what I was going to say, that they're trying to follow follow your storyline. Sounds very much like, well, why would we follow your storyline? Because they're setting you up for something else. Oh, that's what they told. And then they said, if you go knock on the door and make a big thing, we'll let you be the next bachelor. And you're like, fine. No, that you Mike Trump. Okay. That wasn't it. That hmm. wasn't it. It was good effort. You did give her a note when you knocked on the door. It said, if you change for if you change your mind, I'll be waiting. But then she does kind of change her mind and you yeah. still leave. So you kind of like went back on what your note said. What were you expecting no. from the note? Well, the note was supposed to be outside of the whole bachelor process. So it's like if we were single outside of this. So if oh. like you come away from this thing, not with someone, I'll be waiting. Is that like, true? At the time, 1000%. I okay. I was like, I was hung up. Um, but obviously, as soon as you like get out and you realize you're, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe maybe that wasn't like version three. <laughs> so they yeah. were like mm, reality kind of sets in a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't understand why people got so confused by that. I thought there's no way I'm gonna come back to a show. I got sent home thinking I was gonna beat the other guys. Yeah. Like that, and just get dumped twice. Like that makes zero sense. So I was like, I, I didn't want to put myself through that again. I was like, all right, well, I didn't mean here. I was like, so if you <laughs> like if if it doesn't work out here in this place, New Mexico. I'll be waiting. And that was, that's what I meant by the letter. Did you ever explain that to Katie? Like, was there a conversation? Because I, yeah, I remember I, us I, as viewers saying, like, we see her, like, chase you out. And she's like, wait, Andrew, then you have, like, a notebook kiss moment. Yeah. And that's the, the last thing I remember. Was there a conversation about you staying that was on camera? No, no. The, everything you guys saw was real. Uh, I had a conversation with her. I was just like, Oh, I, I totally meant like outside of this, like I, I can't be here mm-hmm. in New Mexico. Like, 
that's not fair to the other guys are here. And, and, um, I was just like, and obviously like you didn't pick, you picked those guys before me. Like I want to be chosen, like, and yeah. I, I don't feel chosen here. So I feel like this is weird for me to be here still. Um, so that's why I was like, ah, I'm right here. And yeah, I actually heard a really, I actually heard a really bad rumor. Um, and I, and I hope it's not true and you never know. And like some, I guess like through the grapevine, through some of the, some of the people in the bachelor, like, like the like contestants were like saying that they heard that, um, that moment was a little bit skewed. Like she didn't know what to do. And they, they were like telling her to go run after wow. me. And I was like, I know, I know that hurt. That hurt. I thought that was the most magical. Mo- I was, I was like, this, Aww. this is, this is a rom com. Wait, happening. I made a TikTok about <laughs> it to um the. T- I think I sent it to you when we DM'd back in the day, but it was to the um. What's the Taylor Swift song? Please don't be in love with. Oh someone. yeah, yeah. I, I oh, did a okay. TikTok of her running down yeah. the stairs because I was like, this is like the most magical moment to put it to music. Yeah. It was so beautiful. It was great. I I wish one of the things I should have done. I was just trying to be respectful, like of the other contestants. I should have just kissed her, like when she jumped. I, I just couldn't. I just felt weird. I was like, ah, we just dumped. Yeah, <laughs> and then we ended upstairs. up kissing at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, I was like, ah, these guys are going to be my buddies. I already tell, but I, I don't want to like, like, yeah, I came back and I kissed her. <laughs> I ended up doing it anyway, but like way after the fact. It's like a goodbye, Wait. a second goodbye. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just not in the run and jump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After you left the show, were there conversations about you potentially being The Bachelor? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I went through the whole process. Um, there's a lot. There's a couple of our guys from our season. Um, it just didn't work out. You know, it's all right. And uh, yeah, was, it was just... there talks about you and Greg potentially doing a double season in the same way they had Gabby and Rachel do a double season? Because that's no. our dream. We talk about that on the podcast Honestly, all the time. That, like, would, that be... would have been so good. That would have been ideal. It would have been, that would have been amazing. I, I will say that would have been, I feel like if Greg was a lead, he, his, his humor is just so funny. People just don't see that side of him. Uh, and then you put it in, I like to say I'm like his support dog. So like when I'm with him, he comes out even more. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, man, if only people got to see how you are when you're with me, dude, they would love you so much. Uh, and I feel like if you would have got both of that in one show with both of us, like us bouncing off of each other with uh with, with commentary and, and and just like finding our person. Cause at the end of the day, we just wanna like we just wanna like go on double dates and travel. Like that's like that's ideal for us. Like that's yeah. what we that's end game. Like we wanna go like with our our, our wives or that's what agrees or something like like those are like the things that we want to do. Like we I envy him right now. He's he's with Victoria and I'm over here like he can't hang out with me because you know it's just it's just weird. You're not you're like, you can't hang out with single friends. You know what I mean? It's just oh you can third wheel you know, them for sure. You just had your your weekend with him though. You guys posted. I did. Of, how I was did. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was so. He's like he kept mentioning. He's like, dude, I, I I'm, this is I've been so happy, man. Like, I appreciate you letting me stay here in Chicago with you. Uh, no, he was just you could just see it on his face. He'd call her back. It was good. It was good to be around him. Aw, how are him and Victoria doing now that we're bringing up Greg anyway? Oh, they're doing well. They're just, uh, she was just, I think she had a couple events she had to do. She's doing like a Bonnaroo thing. And uh, he was in New York. He had just had his birthday. Uh, and he was just like, yo, bro, I'm going to come to Chicago. I got some time. Like, I don't want to be in like Nashville, like cooped up a little bit. He's like, I, 
kind of want to do a little traveling. I need it. We need a little bro time. I was like, bro, hey, open house. Please come through, man, anytime. Uh-huh. And I just moved back. So it was it was really nice. Nice. As someone who was like on their or on that paradise season with Victoria, seeing her with Johnny and then all the aftermath that came from that and her ending up with Greg. What was all of that like from your perspective as someone who's best friends with Greg, but was on the beach with her and Johnny? How did you experience um, all of that? It's just none of my business. So I was just like, it has nothing to do with me. I'm not, I'm not really involved in that. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm going to support Greg. And if Greg's with Victoria and they're together, I'm going to support both of them. So that's kind of how that was my only job as a friend was to make sure that I was there for them. Um, you know, I have no ill will towards Johnny or anything. Uh, I think, you know, Victoria is, is amazing. And I think Johnny's a good dude. But, like, they just weren't right together. And that's ultimately what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's literally how I look at it. I think I think everything gets overhyped. And uh, people like to pick, shot, pick sides. And I think that's where things get a little bit w- rougher for both people. Um, and this, all, all people in the, in the situation where I'm just like, you're not making it easier for them. And I, I, I just, I just felt for them all in that situation. It kind of sucked. Yeah. Was that, was Greg supposed to be on paradise that season? No, no. Greg was taking a, he was taking a break. He just needed to not be on camera. Um, he, he, he got pretty, he got hounded pretty good um, from the media. It was, it was a, uh, he still gets hounded. Like people will like comment something really slick or stupid. So um yeah, and he he just, you know, he sees it. So it's like he just needed a break from that. And that's kind of what he did. He just like, yeah. I'm relax. Trey was saying that when we had him on, that it was hard for him to see Greg's edit towards the end and with the breakup and then the after the final rose. And he said, like, from his perspective, they were, like, purposely leaving things out. Of, you know, wasn't really telling the whole story. How was it? Because you were, like, closest to him. How was it for you watching, like, the after the final rose? Um... For Katie's season? Yeah. Well, watching Greg, uh, like, get ripped apart, basically. I mean, like, I, I think he handled it perfectly. Um, and I think had, had Katie handled that situation with a little bit more grace, um, I think that would have been a better outcome for her. Um, I just think, you know, like, sometimes situations just don't go the way we plan, and it's okay. You know, you apologize for the way you acted in certain in certain situations, and you move on from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was just—I uh, don't know. I mean, I don't really know a hundred percent what happened. Okay. Uh, I know there's a lot of stuff left out, um, but I mean, it's it's so far along. I, I totally like really yeah. don't really remember. But uh, I, I, like I said, I think he handled himself very fine. He didn't do anything. He didn't react. And he took it on the jaw. I mean, like the comments he was getting. Um, I, we're not even allowed to say gaslighting in the friends group, so I mean, that's like a word we just don't. We wouldn't even utter out because it was it was bad how uh, the comments were coming after him for that. Yeah, when did you notice like things kind of shift for Greg? Because I feel like there was a time where people kind of came around, and then now he's been kind of more or less beloved, and people are. Um, rooting for him more was there like a distinct shift or just over time do you think people well i mean let people want to put people want to put people in categories and he looks the part you know he looks like the guy that would probably crush someone's heart uh but he's just this freaking like man child where he's like a super nice guy and people can't see that 
because they're like they just see fucking Ryan Gosling. I mean, like so they're like, oh, he's obviously a fuck boy. Mm-hmm. So like that's the kind of box he got put in. And they immediately were like, oh, yeah, he had to have done all this stuff to this girl. Like, look at him. And you know what I mean? So I think he took a lot of that, um, like, just judgment and, and um, what do you call it? Um, just stereotypes. And, like, he, he really didn't deserve it. And, you know, I think he there's some things he didn't mess up on. But I think it wasn't for what he, the backlash he got. It wasn't warranted. Well, he's no Meryl yeah. Streep, though. <laughs> He's a good actor. He's a good actor. <laughs> not not a not a drama actor though. Like I, he ain't got that in him. Yeah. So he's, he's just, no Meryl Streep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's he's uh he's hilarious though. He's funny. I love that that line has stuck around though because I know you guys oh my have God. thought about it because I always our, said it too. All our posts, like you can go on like all our TikToks, you'll see Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Um, so and it's funny. pretty funny. Yeah, I kind of want to talk a little bit about your experience on Paradise Um, because you had made it like very clear even before going to Paradise that you were interested in pursuing Teddy once you got to the beach. Um, And you guys did have like a little moment where you went on on a date or two and were kind of exploring that. Um, And I'll just say like what it looks like from a viewer's perspective and then you can correct me and fill things in (laughs) because you guys, I feel like kind of connected a little bit on the beach um and then it seemed like she wasn't reciprocating feelings or wasn't really feeling the same way you guys kind of ended things but then she randomly left the beach and it was very confusing to people why that was happening or what was going on can you fill us in on what was going on that we didn't see because as a viewer I was so confused I'm like wait okay I get maybe the really the chemistry wasn't super there with Andrew but now she's leaving and then she was posting a lot of cryptic things on social media i was just always so confused as what happened there yeah it's another situation i have like no idea what happened on her end mm-hmm. um from my end uh it was pretty you know straightforward um we i felt there was a rift it just didn't feel 100 you know just, it felt forced mm-hmm. and i think um you know i i think for the first time in this, in the bachelor process, I got caught up in the the glitz and the glam. And like, I was like, oh, this is going to be this, this is going to be that. And I just wasn't truly 100% myself. And I was like, and I felt that. And I just, I feel like she could feel that too. And then we were just like off on basically what we were trying to accomplish as a couple, but also just, you know, I was, I was going to try and work at, I was going to try different approaches, but she was just felt that it was just not going to happen there for her. And uh, she decided to leave. And I was just like, I was like, okay, well, that was like the main person like I would have, I came to paradise for. Um, and I wish I would have changed my approach and I would have went more open-minded. Um, but I think she was the reason that got me down to go to the beach. And I think when I told her that on the day bed, she was just like, well, there's no way I can be out here dating other people in front of you or whatnot. And, um, I, and I guess she was, she was being told by the producers that she can only talk to me. That was the that, rumor that I heard. I heard that rumor. I heard that yeah. rumor too, that she was like interested in pursuing Rodney and they wouldn't let her for whatever reason, whether it was because they wanted to force something with you guys or yeah. the Lace and Rodney situation was also going on at that time, but they didn't let her. And that's why she left. But I don't think that's ever been confirmed. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, there was a lot of pressure around both of us. Like it was, 
it, it was you could feel it you know and everyone kind of knew just like all the tablets and like the interviews we've both been doing and um the shipping that we were getting so it yeah. was uh it was definitely it was definitely a buzz going around um i mean like the first time we talked i felt like as soon as we walked in and sat down it just, we just got swarmed with cameras just like waiting oh for your, that moment so yeah you know i it was just it just it wasn't the right fit for us and you know i think she's she's engaged now so you know happy for her so yeah i think that's about it it wasn't really as dramatic as I made it to be, I mean, I was just, I was really sad, you know, you just hate not winning in a way. Um, and I felt like that was, I put like, I like overthought like situations like this is what's going to, I was thinking like 30 steps ahead of what right. we could have been. And um, I think that was just like where I imploded. I was like, okay. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think that you were, cause you, we did hear the interviews of you talking about her and her she would be asked about you do you think that maybe you were like hyping it up in your head before actually oh yeah 1000 percent. that's 1000 percent what happened um i was already seeing like i said i was engagement not being myself oh yeah oh yeah i was seeing other stuff i even told them i'm like dude i'm not getting engaged um in that spot i want to go somewhere else i don't want to be engaged at the same spot everyone else is getting engaged at like i want to do something really special for her Wait, so you were like <laughs> before you even met her you were planning like dude to... it was bad yeah <laughs> it was bad it was bad that was embarrassing that's um, not embarrassing that's sweet i get how it can happen though you know everyone's asking you about this and so then you're building up this fantasy in your head and, and oh like yeah you said, there is a lot of pressure and you guys were yeah. two beloved people from the franchise coming together so I'm sure all the shipping from fans is like fueling that narrative as well. I totally see how one thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. So it was it. just it was an immense amount of pressure. It was yeah. I mean, producers. It didn't matter who was walking in. Like I, we did like the interviews before we even went down to the beach. Um, and me and asked by like E, they're already talking about Tammy. Like, how do you guys even like like you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like ah yeah yeah yeah, and then you get there and. Um, you gotta freaking perform now because you <laughs> you've already said this stuff and then like, we just didn't click and you know uh, I was at the point where I was already too far gone in my in my thoughts of what this is gonna be that uh um it just didn't work so they're filming paradise right now did they ask you to come back for this season uh no no I think uh they just were just like you know what we're just gonna give you a little break you know <laughs> I don't believe they would have. Yeah. Does that mean I'm the door is still open for Bachelor? I don't know. <laughs> Dude. Yes, it is. <laughs> I think you'd be great, honestly. Wait, the exact no. same thing happened with Susie. We were asking her about Bachelorette. And I was like, oh, did they ask you after you left the show? And she's like, no. And I was like, have they asked you since you've been uh, single? And she was just like, I made a face. <laughs> and like, that literally is just what happened i don't think i made a face though we'll have to roll back we can roll clip. back the tape okay okay yeah i guess i'm just like surprised that they wouldn't want you on the beach this time around is the door closed for that no it's not i just you know oh i also was in a relationship so i think they mm. i think they they know everything so like there's no like hiding anything so i think they're just being respectful and they're just like oh, i think he's good um so yeah no but now that you're single. Yeah, I'm single. 
well they're still filming can you fly in like week four and go break up a couple no <laughs> no that'd be terrible i would i wouldn't do that no yeah you're you're an you're a what's it like a night one of original cast original paradise cast. contender oh see i don't even i mean i would even i would actually actually was yelling at not yelling but i was like dude i do not want to be like first sand like i didn't want i didn't want to do that um I Why wanted not, Rodney's though? position. I thought that was the coolest. Like you down. come down and everyone's just like, Rodney, there he is. And yeah. I'm just like watching these girls just get all bubbled up for him. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, why did I come down? And that was the second one down or third. So it was like, oh, he's already here. So I'm just watching everybody come down. You know, sometimes you want that like little moment. And yeah. But that means they like <laughs> you if they're putting you down third. Like that's a very good yeah. spot yeah you know that's i mean that, that's all about screen time i think you're gonna get that regardless but i, I want to ask one more question about bachelor we touched on it earlier but when so you were considered and did i guess interviews or whatnot for the bachelor yeah but when when did they tell you it wasn't you i think it was like right like a week maybe before they announced um so you I were mean, close to the end it was almost they, they interview a lot of people I think is what people don't understand. Mm -hmm. um, so like when you hear someone like, oh, did they interview you? You're just like, yeah, you know, I mean, they, they, have, a, they have a lot of people that on their list. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was one of them. I, a lot of the buddies were one of them from the same season. Um, and I think their deals, they had, I was just like, whatever, you know, we'll do whatever. I don't care. Let's make it happen or if not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's not going to break my heart about it. So uh, and I've always been a yes man. So like whenever someone would be like, would you like to try this? I was like, yes, maybe let's, let's see what would happen. So that's kind of how it was. It wasn't like a serious, like I need to be the, or I want to be the bachelor. It was more so just, let's see what they're going to say. And um, if it's something that fits, then it fits. If it doesn't, we'll keep moving on. But then they went, they was Clayton that got it, right? <laughs> yeah. And we love Clayton. Clayton. Clayton I love Clayton. He is, I just met him, I think maybe three or four months ago. And, uh, he's a, he's a really good guy. I think, um, I wish one of the things I wish in the position that, um, the bachelor has is where they can just be a little bit more themselves. Cause if, if Clayton would have shown a little bit more himself, I think a lot of America would have liked him as well. Totally. Totally. We feel that way too. When we, we, I always knew he was more of a, a nice guy, like based on yeah. you know, what they were showing, but when we finally had him on the podcast, he was so great. And we both yeah. were so obsessed yeah. with him. What were you guys feeling though? Like when they announced Clayton, you and some of your other friends who were also being considered, what was your reaction in the moment? Because we didn't know anything about Clayton when he was announced. Um, you know, I just, they called me ahead of time. and said it wasn't me or, or that's any, nice and, some people don't even get yeah, that courtesy call. yeah yeah no well we're like i feel like you know they do so much for me I, I feel like i always try to um be as you know reciprocate energy and they do the same thing with me so i appreciate it um but yeah so they were just like yeah sorry bud it's not you i'm like oh no harm no foul uh and then when i found out it was clayton i was just like oh i don't don't know who that is but we'll we'll see yeah. how the season goes so um weird. yeah yeah, we and thought it was going to be Michael A, but uh, yeah, I don't know what happened with that. Yeah, he would have. Wait, wasn't there the a story? lot of you guys had good storylines? Yeah, like you, Greg, Michael A. Yeah, and then they picked Clayton. 
Clayton. Yeah, they they had Rodney too. So uh, I don't know how that yeah. happened, but I mean, hey, it was, a, it was an entertaining season, that's for sure. But then they have the <laughs> audacity to make Clayton's tagline like "Everyone loves the underdog," and I'm like, Rodney was the underdog. That was his line. He yeah. said he was the underdog, yeah. and I was like, that's offensive. Like he's not the underdog. Yeah. I yeah, I I mean, I don't know. They you know they've been running the show for so long. I just trust their their judgment on what's going on. I mean, that's their job. So, well, they had high hopes for you in paradise. And yeah, maybe as that's... well. And they're, that's where they were trying to, you know, cover ground, I guess. <laughs> Is there anyone from um, bachelor nation that you would date or want to date? Um, Not like necessarily right now. Um, I think I'm just kind of relaxed. Uh, just living a little good life here. <laughs> um, but I thought I thought Zach had a really impressive season, like cat. Like they were super fun. Like I follow a couple of them on TikTok. They they're just really personable and like just good people. And I think mm -hmm. that's the kind of um thing that I me and my guys like are attracted to. Uh the boys from my season. We love like someone that just can have fun and be themselves and uh be around them a lot so i think they had a really good cast i can say from like top 10 and down like phenomenal mm -hmm. zach did have a lot of very beautiful women in his and not that everyone always has beautiful women in, in their cast but i think especially yeah. zach season they were like elite yeah well they, not only beautiful like i said their personalities were yeah, off the charts. yeah, yeah. Totally. and i was like wow this is this is good <laughs> yeah good for him <laughs> yeah one one last question and we'll let you go but your cousin is clay harbor yeah we had yeah. him on he was like one of our like within the first 10 interviews yeah. we did he was awesome love that he um he did say i remember this is like a year and a half ago now but he's like andrew's coming over later if we had this interview a little bit later you could have said hi to andrew and Anyways, yeah. um, what are the odds that two people from the same family get on The Bachelor? Did he have any, like... Oh, yeah. He had, like, he had a nine. He had like 90% hands in on that. Um, so I had Chicago, like, I, I started living with him in Chicago because I would spend half the year in Europe. Um, so I was like, like, yo, bro, like, you know, I want to kind of live the Chicago life. He's like, yeah, I got an open bed, man, like. Like there's there's two bedrooms here. Like you can you can pick one, whatever. And I was like, all right. And I started meeting a lot of his friends, and his friends were Joe, grocery store Joe, and and Dustin Kendrick. So mm -hmm. I'm like hanging out with all these bachelor guys, and Chris Bukowski would come through, and just all those guys were like, man, you'd be great on the show. I was like, ah, stop it, like, you know. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And then uh, I was in Europe. Uh, I actually just had a birthday, and like we have like a theme birthday party every year for mine because it's the only time all my friends are free and we were like oh let's let's do something really cool and i wanted to do harry potter i love harry potter and i dyed my hair blonde <laughs> to be draco malfoy so i'm like stuck with this blonde hair in europe and i get a call and they're like hey would you mind interviewing to be on the bachelor i was like what and i was like yeah sure so they get me on uh on facetime and they're like looking at me and i'm like <laughs> I can, this isn't my natural hair color. So it's like, I'm straight blonde. So they probably thought I was one of like the, the crazy dudes. But then after that, just with like my hair being blonde and I was just, um, just about my story about like, like how I grew up in like the Europe, I, I crushed it. So they were like, without a doubt, like, 
you're on the show. So it was just, I was like, okay. But um, I think the guy, the producer knew Clay and he said, yeah, you should definitely ask my cousin. I feel like these days almost everyone gets on the show from like a friend who was already on the show. I feel like there's all, all so many random connections. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's definitely how it happens. Um, it's cool. I mean, I, I think I've recommended a couple people. They didn't get in yet. So we'll see you oh, next time. Maybe next time. What's life like today? So you're living in Chicago. Wasn't right. there a time where maybe you and Greg were going to live in New York together? Yes. Not anymore because quick... he's in a relationship. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. And he got in a relationship again in New York. So that's why um, we couldn't move in there. So it's been, you know, I've been bouncing around. I was, <laughs> we did a little short stint in LA together, me and Greg. Uh, and then moved back to Chicago, went back to LA, just came back from LA three months ago. So uh, I'm just, you know, living good. Uh, I've gotten to do a lot of cool things. I'm emceeing like events. I was just emceeing the Jonas Brothers concert. Um, did okay. like ESPN, like I'm on, like, it's just so weird. And then the connections you get from out there uh, are pretty cool. So yeah, I just, I don't know. I found my way into the entertainment world, but it's kind of fun. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. A bachelor success story. Seriously. Not yet. We'll see. <laughs> no, oh, that, yeah. You got to find. In career, maybe not yeah. in love. Right. Yeah. Um, well, when you're the bachelor, next season, we'll find the girl. No. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure all of our listeners already follow you, but do you want to plug your socials for maybe the one or two that haven't already followed you? Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> at Andrew Z. Spencer on everything. Um, yeah, that's just about it. Thank you so much for taking the time and chat with us. This is a really fun one. I really enjoyed it. I think our listeners will like it. Perfect. It's nice to meet you guys. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe, rate us, leave a nice comment, do all the things, send it to so many friends. You know the drill. Yes. Um, and just so you guys know, we're actually going to be off next week. Um, have an amazing holiday weekend, long weekend if you have that situation with your job. I know we have off the third and the fourth, which is exciting. Um, so we'll be back the following week the 13th it seems so long i know well this month june has really like flown by yeah where has the time gone um but if you guys are looking for something to listen to we have a new patreon episode it's part two of bachelor blinds because we did this episode once with troy McEady from beyond the blinds podcast and you guys loved it so much and we got such good feedback so we brought him back for a part two because we had more to discuss and that will be up on our patreon if you need to hear our voices Yes. Week. Yeah, next week. It's not up yet. It'll be up mm -hmm. within the first few days of July. We're kind of like trying to figure out which day to release it because it's the holiday weekend. We don't want to yeah. release it too early, but it'll definitely be up within the week that we're taking off. So you will have an episode to listen to when we're taking the week off. Yes. All right. So that's uh, patreon.com slash she's all batch if you want that. Also, go check out our Facebook group. Follow me at She's All Batch on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. Follow Jackie at Jackie Maroney underscore. And is that it? Um, I think that's it. Okay. Bye, bitches. <laughs>